All right, man. Welcome back to the On Shuffle Podcast with Daniel Matthew. Um, let's let me go ahead and get the elephant in the room here. <clears throat> Battling a little bit of a cold this weekend, so my voice has been in and out. Um, so just wanted to clear the air there, but you know what? The uh, the best play hurt. So um, you know I'm going to bring my A game. This is my Jordan flu game, man. So <laughs> there's that. How was your weekend? How you been, man? Uh, it was good. It's it's been a good weekend. I'm glad to have another one. All right, man. So there's uh, inside our lives right there. Done the same. Nursing some, uh, like I said, a cold. Uh, daughter's got a little bit of one, too. So uh, we're battling the elements, but um, we're survivors. And uh, I knew I had to be ready this week because uh, this is a big one. This is our Taylor Swift episode. <clears throat> the whole thing's dedicated to her. Um, and, you know, Matthew, I'm a, I'm a, before I turn it over to you, I just want to let you know I've done my research um, as someone who doesn't know anything about Taylor Swift besides that she's an A-list mega celebrity, um, I have dug deep, and uh, and now I'll turn it over to you, man. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about it. All right, yeah. So well, I was actually going to see if you wanted to change the format a little bit and do the album review first. Yeah, sure, that's fine. And then uh, go into the career stuff after, because I yeah. think the album review would be a little shorter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's let, yeah, let's break it down. Let's go into uh, let's go into the album. What this? What is the name of this album? Uh, midnight. Midnight. That's it. Midnight. Yeah, ter- yeah, midnights. Yeah, midnights. That's it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So with this, yes. And I am a historian on Taylor Swift now. Just by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we. Yeah, we think we both are. Yeah, um, after this, so so yes. Yeah, so again, Taylor Swift's Midnight came out couple weeks ago well you're not not that not this week last week um yeah so again with this album it was well i think it came came out all of a sudden at least to me um i said i didn't necessarily wasn't expecting it which you know not not too big of a fan myself um but i think think the last the last few of hers have been kind of um um uh, almost surprising right uh yeah I, I guess from I, I mean, she had the she had the um the uh what you call it the the uh, quarantine ep one and then like four months later the next one yeah yeah so um yeah so she has been put out a lot of music here lately I know that she did re- she she did redo her uh you know I guess we'll get into it later but uh, she did re uh, recover an album of hers yes, yes. um. Which is an interesting conversation that we'll have later, right. but uh, yeah, this album kind of came out all of a sudden, at least from, again, just from what I know of, and and again, so the the new album is Midnight's, um, again by Taylor Swift. It's one that you know, with, with the, I guess the whole purpose of this podcast is to is to cover um, obviously not only music that we we like ourselves, but often music that you know that's just popular in a moment sure. you, you know and sure. taylor swift is obviously a very popular uh artist uh for sure yeah that was a loud bang <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry for the that. bang but uh yeah so again so with this album came out a couple weeks ago it's called midnights um i think out of all the i guess honestly on spotify there's only 13 songs on this one on Apple Music is twenty. Yeah, um, the twenty is the one I listen to. Okay, so so some of these songs I couldn't have. I can't. I guess don't have a perspective on here. Sure. But um, but I guess going in, I guess my expectations. Um, even though I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, as far as like I follow her music regularly, um, she is you know so big of a star that um, 
you almost follow her music almost ju just because she's so big. I mean, she's probably, you know, she's out of all the artists out there in the world, you know, she's probably at least in the top two or three maybe of the most famous, most yeah. popular. Oh, cool. um, I saw, I heard a stat on a, I want to say a podcast or a video, one of the other, that uh, Taylor Swift's this, this new album was streamed, uh, was the most streamed album of all time, like a hundred and in a week. Well, uh, well, at the time it was it was in the course of a day. Uh, well, it was streamed like over. It was the most streamed album within a day. Yeah. Of all time. And, and, yeah. And, and since then, the it, week record too. yeah, since then it's broke the week. Time. But um, I guess what I heard was to just a day. But um, so obviously it's a big deal. You know, this is very big and popular music here. Um, so, but again, going in, so I could, like I said, I, I wasn't following her music, but she's kind of follow it incidentally just because she is so big. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and she's definitely one of the artists, uh, obviously, I would say that, you know, every generation or there's several, there's several stars, music stars, whatever, rock stars, pop stars, whatever, that um, when they release something, it almost like it um, almost like has an impact on pop culture, at least in what, you know. You know, you know, uh, through the generations, you know, uh, Nirvana in the '90s, you know, Michael Jackson in the '80s, uh, Madonna, you know, uh, there's these, these these huge stars that when they release something new, that it definitely like uh, makes an imprint on pop culture, and that's not you know, not all, not a lot of artists can say say they do that. Um, oh, for sure. But um, I dare say now, Matthew, I dare say if she never wrote another song. Um, never performed another song. She's 32 years old. She goes down as one of the top uh, 10, 15 most influential musicians of all time. Uh, yeah, I said I, I agree definitely. Um, like I said, she's um, well. I would say, at least nowadays, I want to say she's number one as far as most famous or most popular. But she's definitely at least top three, definitely. Um, She's bigger, you know what I mean? Yeah, she's definitely top three. Um, but, um, but yeah, so again, back to the album. So going in, I, was, I expected it to be uh, pretty pretty decent, pretty good, you know, at least have, uh, I don't know, I think our rule of thumb is if a third of the songs are, you know, you like a third of the songs, it's a good album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so a third, I would say. So uh, there's 13, 14 songs on here. I thought, well, 14. That's the one I listened to. So out of 14 songs, I guess what that would put, uh, four, five songs are ones that are yeah. um, ones you like yeah. uh, are good, I would say. Um, and I guess just my overall review, uh, again, going in with some sort of expectations, expecting it to be good, I was kind of let down. I, I listening to it, there's a few songs that, well, I like the way it started. I like, one of the songs I like is Lavender Haze. I think that was uh, upbeat. It was a little different, you know. I, I liked it. It sounded, I guess, not it. It did sound like Taylor Swift, but then again, it did sound a little different. It sounded interesting, so I did like that one. Um, but then going into um, the rest of the album, it's like some of the songs were either slow like, or slow, or they didn't have a chorus almost. Like they didn't have a hook. Um, yeah. Some of the songs were. Uh, like slow, they didn't have a hook. Like for instance, "Snow on the Beach" featuring Lana Del Rey. Uh, that song was just, you know, again, there's another song. "You're on your own, kid." It's just, 
uh, those are back to back. And it just didn't like to have a course almost. It yeah. didn't have a, a hook, hook, something to draw you in. Right. Um, so I was like, and, I, and this went on like several songs, and I was just listening to listening in the car, singing, "What's going on? All these songs don't have a chorus." Yeah. And you get, you know, it gets halfway to like it gets to the bridge, and it's like, okay, where's the chorus at? Uh, and again, so listening to the album as a whole, I, I actually only came away with two songs I liked honestly: uh, "Lavender Haze" and "Antihero," and yeah. both of those started off the album. Uh, funny enough. Um, and the rest just wasn't good. I, I uh, you know, I, I kind of, I guess I had some sort of an idea what to come into. Uh, actually, a week it came out. My uh, my wife was listening to it. She was just cleaning and letting it play. Um, so I kind of had a little bit of insight. Okay, so this is what it's like, but not really listening to it. So your wife listens to Taylor Swift? Well, she's not normally, but I guess she she felt prepared to pe- prepare right. to listen to the album Which i'm sure a lot of people are like that yeah you know this is i guess you know there's if i decided to give it a shot yeah um but uh yeah so um for the most point uh again i put a fine point on it uh i didn't like it, it overall it wasn't i didn't think it was good um which i know if you're a taylor swift fan obviously there's very much there's a lot of them they might come after us yeah <laughs> well uh i've seen it well uh I say, I say, um, if you're a touch with fan, you'll probably like the album. Um, but then again, as fans, you're always kind of felt a little bit, you guess you don't go into an album unbiased. If you're a fan to, you know, you're almost going to more than likely try to like it. You know, you're going to go in with a like, wishful thinking. Uh, so if you're a Taylor Swift fan, you'll like it. Uh, but for me, um, it just wasn't my thing. I just didn't. And I'm the residential pop person here. Um, I said, I just didn't, I just didn't like it. I said it wasn't a good album to me. I think you're being, <clears throat> I think you're being nice, and you're a nice guy, so you can do that. But I think, uh, and I'll be the one that they go after. Um, it was bad, and I and I'll tell you what, um, I understood what you're opening up with about how you didn't have expectations because you're not a Taylor Swift fan, but you had expectations because it's Taylor Swift and she's massive. <clears throat> so you're expecting to at least listen and be like, okay, I get it, even though this isn't for me. Um, which we do a lot. I know you and I both do that. It's just like, hey, no, I, I, you know, didn't necessarily like that, but I get it. I get why they're so huge or whatever. Um, I'm trying to put my words together in a sense because I don't want to spoil the whole show um, for me, I guess. Um, but I'll say that um, <sighs> a common theme with her, um, and I'll say it, it's this album. It's a lot of them. I feel like there's two songs on this album. And uh, they're the same two songs the whole album. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, now, one thing that I did notice about this album that I've always heard about her, I've never put any stock into it because I've never listened, is um, the storytelling stuff. Um, You know, I did recognize it. Like, um, that's probably the the most fun I had listening to this album was just listening to the lyrics. It's almost like what's happening next kind of deal. I felt like I was listening to an audio book at times. Um, but, um, no, I'll say it. The album's bad. Like, you know, she's, she's got better stuff. Um, you know, whether, you know, and I'll get to my point or my feelings on that other stuff shortly, but she's got better stuff. And I, you know, I think, um, the fans I've saw online who were, who were, um, praising this as this the greatest art piece ever. Like they're definitely, as you mentioned a while ago, they're biased. And well, I've been there. There's bands I love that come out with an album and I'm, oh, this is awesome. And then, you know what? You're just sitting there riding one day, and you're like, you know what? This was a dud. Like, it just, there's, it's a flat-out dud. 
but it's my favorite artist's uh, new music, and I haven't never heard it before, so I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to make the most out of it, but um, but this, this, you know, I didn't, I wasn't, um, I had, it did nothing for me. It just absolutely did nothing for me, and again, I don't want to go too deep because yeah. I think I'm going to be sharing all that shortly, but um, let's see. Did I have any notes by this album? Um, okay, which I think you mentioned, Spotify record for single-day streams for an album and largest vinyl sales for a week in the 21st century. Um, oh, here's a note I got. Anti-hero sounds just like Kate Bush to me. Um, oh, okay. Yep, I, I, yep. Um, did you hear that, Any? Do you hear that? Uh, no, I'll have to go back and listen. Okay, you have to go back and listen. And it's right away, like uh, the way she sounds um, right away in the song, sounds a lot like Kate Bush. So uh, there is that. Uh, and I don't know if that's speak. And I wonder sometimes, like, is that because of everything going on right now? Uh, the recent success and, you know, piggybacking off of that because she's very known for changing her style to heartbeat, um, you know, to, to her, whether it be her fashion or her music or whatever, to what's trending. So, I, you know, I had to question, was that, you know, intentional? But um, but anyways, Matthew, I'm going to give it a 4.5. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, if I you know, find point on it, I would say it's probably the same. Just you know, less than you know. I guess if you put five as being good, um, anything you know, obviously varying degrees above that is good, better or you know, great. Um, this is definitely less than good. It's not again. It's not not really good to us. Uh, and it seems like it's not like she took like not as it was popular because it's not like she's hopping on the bandwagon by any means. But you know, I can name about five other pop-ish albums that are like you know that are again i would recommend over this i mean uh i was kind of writing it off to my little i was monologuing to myself um in the car because i was by myself just riding like harry styles's last album was really good billy eilish is really good yeah. joe Carey's is amazing uh and that's not and that's on the brink of pop if you want to call it that um the midnight midnight's uh, last album is you know is great um well, it bothers me because take take DJO for example. Uh, yeah. And uh, I don't know how many people's listening to that. I really don't. Now, I'm, I'm hope, hopefully it's having. This, I know it's not getting the, the. It's not having the success it probably deserves. But you, it's just like man, out of all those millions of people who listen to that, if if just half of them will give this a shot, then I guarantee this will blow up. If just half of them will give it a shot, because then if just half of those people like it, and they will then this will have its uh, day in the sun like it deserves. You know what I'm saying? Uh, definitely. Uh, like the, well, again, not pop, but Chili Peppers' last album is really good. Um, again, it's just uh, there's five albums right there, and not not on top of you know, the other ones, but five that are in the same realm as far as, would say, like pop-ish, pop rock or alternative. Uh, popular music is concerned. That's way better. Um, again, like I said, if one time I talk about just pop, only like Billie Eilish and Harry Styles were right there. Their last albums are way better than this. Um, and again, uh, and just it seems like with this album, it's like Taylor Swift was like, okay, let me take these, you know, that was kind of popular as far as music wise and in the pop world, and just made it like less interesting and doled it down. Because I mean, because if you think like what's popular nowadays, it's kind of like this um, '80s kind of re- you know retro sound. Um, and and it seems just like, well, like for instance, like you know, again, I recommend reference Billy Eilish and Harry Styles. Like Harry Styles plays with, with like a live band. Is he, he recorded his album almost like a 
like a like he would be like a seventies pop star. Like he would be like Rod Stewart, you know, if he was back in the seventies. Like, you know, he would just be still be a star. And like that's kind of his sound. That's his kind of gimmick, if you want to call it that now. He plays with this live band. And like uh again, Billy Eilish is just way more interesting musically, uh, compared to this album. And again, it's just not good. Um so again we can recommend plenty of other things other than this. I can't not recommend it. <laughs> yeah, we cannot not recommend it enough. Yeah, don't listen to this. Uh, no, then again, if you're a fan, you'll enjoy it. It's just kind of, kind of come in, come in, kind of unbiased, slightly biased as far as me, just because, or just just speaking on my terms again. Um, you go into like a top artist and one that obviously we both really obviously respect Taylor Swift. She's she does have a lot of good songs, and we'll get into that here shortly. Um, but just uh, just this album-wise, kind of going into it with good intentions, uh, it was definitely, definitely uh, let down. I think I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to delete. I'm going to before I send this out tonight, this uh, or publish this podcast. I'm going to delete all of my negative comments towards uh, this album. It's just leaving Matthews, and I'm going to put like a. I'm going to add in some. Oh, it was great, Matthew. What are you talking about? <laughs> and just cut and paste, and then yeah. that way uh, uh, the Swifties will go after Matthew. I'm telling you, have you seen these? They're, they're crazy. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, to piggyback off what you're saying, I will say this. Um, if it was a bad, I'll say this, it was a bad album. If you are deciding you're going to listen, and I think they would agree. If you're going to decide you're going to start listening to Taylor Swift and this is the first album you're going to listen to. It's, I mean, I'm sure they would agree. That's not the best one to jump into. I mean, it definitely wasn't. And I did, I don't know how you did it. I did listen to this first before I, I went to the catalog. So I don't, I don't know if you did that, but I, I that's what I did. Well, you know, cause I'm, I'm pretty familiar with her stuff and, you know, you know, so she is one that and I don't necessarily listen to regularly, but you know, through, you know, again, through the years, you know, she, you know, she's been famous a long time. You so say even for her, I mean, I think Tim McGraw came out when she was a teenager and she's, she's actually two years older than me. I think she's 33. Um, cause she was born in 89. Um, yeah, so like, so she's been famous a while, at least well over ten years, if you think about it, which is a long time for a woman in her thirties. You know, 32. yeah, well, yeah, I guess her birthday's coming up. Crazy. It's in December, and I get into hear her history and background in a second, but but just as a whole, yeah, for her to be thirty-two and be and be famous for over ten years, Nuts. yeah, I mean. I mean, is, yeah, really yeah, I mean, yeah. So, so, so she's one like I mentioned that you just know what's going on with her just through osmosis. Even if you're not a fan or you follow her, if you just like you know followed current events, it's like okay, this is you know like you know it's trending on Twitter. It was you know it's a big deal. You know when she releases anything, um, so it's like so I am familiar with her catalog. So going in, that's why I expected good things. You know, or at least like good intentions. And yeah. Uh, you know, again, it's again. Uh, I would recommend plenty of other songs other than anything off this album. Yeah, I. You know, my kid was playing Mario Brothers earlier, and um, and you know, there's probably a soundtrack for that Mario game. I, I'd probably recommend that before I with <laughs> Taylor Swift. But uh, but no. So you you got a score for? I'm going four point five. What's your score? Yeah, it might as well do the same. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I say anything five or above is decent. So yeah. I probably say this is yeah probably four. Yeah, and you know what, dude? I tried to. Uh, I listened to the twenty song part, and I tried to. I went very open minded, and I, I really had kind of like you alluded to. I had a lot of expectations for it, and none, but I had a lot of expectations for it because of um, 
I'm like, well, this is the big. Th- there's not a bigger act in the world right now. So let's see. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see what this is about. And uh, Matthews got me on the pop train over the last couple of years, so uh, we should dig this. But um, but yeah. So there's that, man. Not Im- not impressed. Not impressed at all. But uh, you wanna you wanna go ahead and get into her. What, what you wanna do now? Oh yeah, we can do the career. Yeah. Um, at re- retrospective, want to call it that. All right. All right, man. Now on to what we here for <clears throat> the. Uh, this part, this is what I did my homework, man. This is the history of Taylor Swift, and I'm going to turn it over to you so you can uh, tell these people who know nothing about her, uh, about her. Which I, I bet we have one or two that are like us who uh, don't know anything about her. Yeah, I'll say that's true. Uh, so, uh, so, again, Taylor Swift, talking about her history. I have a long history here. Um, so, again, uh, Taylor Allison Swift, born in December 1989 is an American singer-songwriter. Um, she's most known for um, her songwriting as far as her storytelling. Uh, born in Pennsylvania, moved to Nashville uh, at 14, obviously to become a country artist. Um, she signed a songwriting deal with Sony in 2004 and a recording contract in 2005. So that would put her... Um, 14, right? uh, yeah, well, uh, 16 in 2005. Um when she was signed to her first recording deal. Um, and of course she released her uh, solo or debut album in 2006. Um, it was she, her self-titled debut album made her the first female country singer to write or co-write a U.S. platinum certified album entirely. Wow. That's just her debut. Um, and in her next few albums, that's when she was kind of dabbling in more of the country pop. And whenever she left her record label... 2018 um that's when she i guess went more well no before that um i had my nose red is when i really noticed that it was uh, <laughs> kind of where she almost like she said i'm not country anymore you know what I mean? yeah well, and that's and that's kind of what it says here is that yeah with red in 2012 uh, when she was called leaning more cunt more pop um in 1989 it was definitely more pop and everything else after that you know it was definitely just pop really um Changed record labels in 2018. Yep. Um, and again, I think she released Folklore and Evermore, more uh, definitely more acoustic uh, singer songwriter stuff in tw- with those two albums. Um, and I guess most recently, as far as before, after that, um, she uh, she re recorded uh, Fearless and Red, which are two albums yep. she, re- she recorded under an- another record label that I think we'll, we can get into. Um, and I'll, I'll just go ahead and cover it now that um, whenever she re- she left Big Machine Records, that was her, that was her original um, uh, record company, um, they had rights to her music, which is not unusual. I mean, artists kind of have, uh, you know, when they get their early record deals, a lot of the times they... Part of the game. Yeah, they don't have the right, they don't have ownership of their masters. Um, so in order to get back to them, because she wanted to buy them back, they ended up selling her rights, her masters to another, another place, another company. Um, and she didn't, she felt she didn't get like the right or the ability to try and buy them back like she wanted. So she pretty much just re-recorded the album that way. If there's any plays on the, on those new albums, she would get pretty much more money. You know, that would, those would be songs that she would own the right to, um, kind of the simplest, simplest, simplistic way of putting it. Um, so she re-released, uh, re-recorded, and re-released Fearless and Red. 
and of course um she she pre-recorded a song all too well and made it a 10 minute version and it was the long it became the longest song to top the hot 100 which is um definitely a feat um so midnight's this most recent one we just tore apart is uh, her 10th studio album of course like we mentioned it broke broke streaming records and of course uh vinyl records uh, record uh, sales um she's also did some uh she's also did some uh, directing as far as just her kind of her own music based stuff um and more career stuff here as far as her stats she sold over 200 million records globally one of the best selling musicians of all time 11 grammys 34 american music awards and 29 billboard music awards wow. and that's the most for any woman and she's also won a, on an emmy award and she's featured on the rolling stones 100 greatest songwriters billboards greatest artists of all time time 100 forbes celebrity 100 artist of the decade woman of the decade and yep that's pretty much it so that's yeah. the history pretty of, much all you can do yeah i mean she <laughs> she's did it did it all, almost all i mean yeah. she's she's like i said she's probably the biggest definitely the biggest for a reason i know uh for sure with her selling over 200 million you know globally i mean some of the some of our favorite groups i've like i've sold like less than 10 about a million legends yeah well like uh well well as far as legends as far as like groups that we love i mean like uh like white lion a group that i love obviously is nowhere near that um i'll say metallica's probably well over 100 million definitely yeah but i think a thing that that's uh more appreciated for her is we're talking about during in the streaming era you know what i mean uh well yeah well, i'll say if for at least half her career yeah it's more streaming um and so so that's almost get, kind of not counts against her but it's definitely kind of hurt her as far as you know in an age where a lot most people stream their stuff stream their music you know instead of like uh, selling physical copies of things you know is definitely more difficult now because well i know this uh, so let's put it this way half of her albums are during the streaming era that is a fact and four of the albums before that um, are f four albums that reach uh, those heights and in, in, um, in record sales, which makes it very impressive uh, to, to say that. Um, and I don't have the stats in front of me, but if you take it like that, which is a, it is a fact, um, and you said her ones during the streaming era would sell like those did, man, her, she'd be up there with anybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, so again, you know, with her, you know, with nowadays, is more people buy just stream their music. Um, and I know she was; she kind of resisted putting her music on Spotify for a long time. I, I'll say up till I don't know how many years ago it wasn't on there at all. I think she started when Joe Rogan went. She wanted to be with Joe Rogan. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, definitely not. No, definitely not. No. Uh, which funny enough, like ACDC, like Taylor Swift, were kind of like against putting their music on Spotify for a while. Um, I say ACDC just because I know that's one. Um, but of course, both are on there now. Um, and again, um, you know, with her, you know, with her, she is one of the biggest recording artists of all time as far as best selling. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so with Taylor Swift, again, a long history. Again, uh, you know, whenever she first came on the scene, obviously, you know, it was with her debut album. And again, uh, it said 2006. 
know Tim McGraw was definitely her first big big song that's kind of made waves in the country world you know obviously where she probably went on to dom- dominate honestly you know before she left went pop you know whenever I think we in my history here in 2012 um we never whenever she kind of went more pop in general right uh so for like six years she kind of you know ran country and then she went to pop and just kind of moseyed on and ruled the pop world probably yeah. until now yeah um as far as you know just, just on sheer popularity sure uh i mean i know there's people that i went to school with or that's you know so she's you know she's she i guess technically would have been like obviously she's a year older than me a year she will be two years older than me in december um she, there's definitely people that my age that like are if there's a cult of Taylor Swift, they'll be in a cult of Taylor Swift. They're like such huge fans. You know when I started hating her, and I got this <laughs> noted, I, I had to make sure I got this out. Well, I shouldn't say hate. That's a strong word. Yeah. When I started like disliking her music, um, I've never been a fan, of course. Um, but when Red came out <clears throat> 10 years ago, uh, she had a song on there called We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, oh, which yeah. was, I guess, the main song off of that, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a, it was a single. Yeah. Okay. People heard of it, definitely. Yeah. So, um, for whatever reason, like, uh, and it ain't even lyrics so much as it's just like the way she sounds in that song. Um, it drives me crazy. It's like the girliest <laughs> thing, and maybe that's why I don't. Who knows? Like, I don't, you know, but that's, when that heard that song about the second or third time, uh, it's one of those songs you get tired of very easily, and about the second or third time, I was way off the train. So I just had to note that. <laughs> um, yeah, you heard it here first. Yeah, Dale yeah. Dan went off the train. Yeah, went off uh, the train, 2012. Um, yeah, so I'll say as far as being just a general fan, again, I never followed her. She's never been in my top. You know, you know, I've never. She never ranked as far as like one of my favorite artists. Um, but like again, you just kind of know what's going on with her music, um, with her in general. Yeah. Um, yeah, so again, while she was while she was in country, I mean, again, there's, I mean, there's a whole list of songs here. I mean, Love Story is one I actually really like a lot. Whenever she re-recorded that album, well, not that album, she did re-record Love Story. Um, and again, that's just a great song. I mean, looking, just like looking at her history here, um, again, it was Red, again, the album, You Turned Against Her. Yep. Um, <laughs> Uh, again, just looking at her music, um, whenever she went more pop, I know that alienated a lot of people in like, let me put it this way. Um, whenever she went more pop, um, not that she had, obviously she was a huge country artist, but like people in our lives that listen to a lot of country yeah. don't necessarily like Taylor Swift. Sure. Well, I know like sure. your, your wife for one is, uh, Big time know, hater. yeah, definitely a hater. Um, for several reasons but one is probably because she just uh you know she didn't make country more pop by no means but she was like obviously she was she was country well she's a big influence on country like yeah yeah and she was kind of bring she was she was on the border kind of country kind of pop yeah and then obviously when she went for full pop i think that I think with her even flirting with it, and then obviously changing her sound right. all together, kind of alienated by some people. I think so too. I think that's a good point because I think uh, you know it's no it's no secret she she helped shape the sound of country today, especially a lot of those uh, those country uh, women and country now the younger ones like 
they're Taylor Swift fans. They're influenced by her. And then it's almost like she just jumped ship. Not saying she owes them anything. I tend to dislike uh, artists who change their sounds, reinvent themselves all the time, me personally. Um, but, you know, that, that right there is a big point. I'll tell you this. One thing that I could not get out of my head, this whole listening experience, because, mind you, I listened to this album, uh, Midnight's, and then I went back and I just had uh, her songs on shuffle. So I'm going to hear... Um, 1989, then I'm going to hear Taylor Swift, self-titled, then I'm going to hear Red. Um, it is unbelievable how much she changed her voice during the country, her, her accent. She had the twang singing the country, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it goes the hell away when she does yeah. the pop music. Then you got that Philly Taylor Swift um, that she's, you know, was she from, she's from, I don't know if she's from Philly. I know she's Pennsylvania, right? She's Pennsylvania, said. yeah. Yeah. So uh, you definitely hear that, uh, and then all of a sudden you hear the twang when she's singing about her boyfriends and uh, her country music. But uh, I don't know. That drives me crazy. <laughs> I, I have no clue why. I guess um, you don't have to be – you don't have to sound like a hick. I think that's a – you know, a lot of people, especially people not from here, they think country music. They think sometimes um, the southern accent and stuff, which there's a lot of good country musicians today who aren't from the south and don't use the country accent in their music. Um, yeah, and I'm sure it's fine. I don't listen to country now, but you know, um, hell, there was some in the in the past like that. Um, Keith Urban's one, you know, was he from Australia? Australia, yeah. And which, mind you, they're more country than we all are. Um, but you know, I don't know. Something about her her accent changing really bothered me. It made me it did it made it feel like it wasn't um, sincere or it it was uh, fake to an extent. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I understand how you can feel that way. Um, I guess for me, I guess, um, I guess I just didn't necessarily take, take it too much into, uh, you know, account. I guess I just don't really have a real opinion about it. Um, but, um, it didn't piss you off like it did me, huh? Uh, no, definitely no. I just, I don't necessarily care about all that. Um, but, um, but whenever she went, started going, going more pop, I guess, just, just talk about like her, I guess her power, or like just her uh, talent. I mean, yeah. looking at her music here, uh, whenever she kind of went more full pop, it's crazy that she just kind of kept on ruling the world. Like you know, um, like she went from a big fish in a little pond to a big fish in a big pond, and it wasn't any like layoff. It wasn't any like uh, people talking like like smack about her as far as like going pop or anything like that you know yeah. in the pop world she just kind of went on and now she's like a huge influence just in general right. um and again some more good songs from her all these are singles so obviously these are all songs we probably heard of shake it off blank space bad blood um again huge songs um again looking at her the rest of her um music um which i will i, I didn't look this up now i before so i I can't really look it up now, but I would be interested to know the songs that she she just wrote, because like because I know that she she often often she's a songwriter, so um, I think that that was her first deal was I think in two thousand four she would have been fifteen or fourteen fifteen, so the last one she was signed to like a, just a write like a songwriting contract, yeah. Yeah. so like uh, I know there's a, well a song I'm reading now Better Man which is a country group's little big towns uh, song that they recorded. Um, she wrote it, 
And obviously, I know she writes almost everything that she, you know, she releases. Yeah, um, I'm glad you brought that up. That, to me, uh, and I've got that in my notes, uh, subpar singer, um, one of the best songwriters. Because uh, if if true, which I, everything I've, all my research on her, is she does write her songs, um, which to me is amazing that she's wrote that, that many hits. Like, that's old school uh, music artist uh, stuff. And I do appreciate that part. Yes, well, I'll say that you touched on her vocals. Um, I guess it's not that she, she's subpar. I mean, there's a, it's just that you know she. Uh, I guess she for you know for her it's good. It's not like it's bad. It's just, I mean, you know she's not Mariah Carey or nobody like that. There's like people that have more range and just have a better tone in general. But obviously, just for her, you know, she's obviously, you know, for her is perfect. You know, like I can't imagine her being like a singer of a group or anything like that i get what you're saying and to an extent i agree with you but that's like me and i can't sing and me being like well for me that's good i get i i totally understand what you're saying and, and you're probably right here's why here's why i throw that in there and um uh, this is the only reason i thought i probably wouldn't even think like i do if i uh, weren't for this i go look at, at one part of my research was her fans on social media and how um you know off the wall they are uh, about defending her on every little thing when she's to me you know uh most of the time it's not necessary you know like there's gonna be haters to everything like you just gotta as she would say shake it off um but, uh and i'm I pretty I'm, I'm proud of that one but no um do they defend her her voice uh, like there was a thing talking about uh the women's of uh, music's uh voices today and like they were talking they were throwing in some of the biggest ones i'm talking like the the most beautiful voices in the music today and her fans were like throwing her in there and these people were like no 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 you know you can't throw her in there they were getting offended and like oh she's got she's got everything and this and that and it and they were showing pictures of her like like she's belting like you know she's got her, her back arch and you got her microphone to her face her face she's got that face and i'm hitting this note and and people were like show me one song where she's hitting that note that she looks like she's hitting and none of them could, and they were getting so mad, uh, and it was so funny. But um, you know, so that was uh, that was pretty interesting. I like that part. But anyways, so that's where. So so where you know what you got for me now? I think Matthew just said off air that uh, it sounds like he's gonna have to do some more defending of Taylor Swift, and I'm all ears. Come on, come at me. Yeah. So uh, well, it sounded like before we uh, went to break, which you, it's not a break to you, <laughs> but a break to us. Uh, uh, you were talking about the fans. Yes. And so do you think, uh, I mean, whenever there's like a, a, a an artist has uh, as, a, as a fan club, not just a fan club in general, but just one that's like like adamant, like someone, like a group, like right. Beyonce's, sure. the, the Beehive. Sure. Like I know we haven't really did one yeah. on Beyonce, but of course she has the Beehive and they're notorious for, you know, seeking the you know, Seeking, you're going online, talking to Smack, right. doing all that, right. um, doing the defending of Beyonce, and of course now Taylor Swift, and there's probably others, but I think they're the most notorious, um, the Swifties and the Beehive. Um, so it sounds like it's not like you're more upset with them almost than well, like just her, her in general. Yeah, well, so I, there's a couple things there, a little bit of both. So I feel like, and and this is going to be, this is probably this might get me in trouble. The, I don't. I feel like uh, fans, most fans of someone like that, 
don't know music. Um, and, or they're not as, uh, they don't have a love for music like uh, maybe some others fan bases do. You know what I'm saying? So it's very thin. Their, their level of music loving is very thin. It's, it's maybe just them. They don't know much history about it. They don't really appreciate different aspects of music. Um, they just like that song that comes on the radio that, uh, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like we, you know, one thing that we're big on is, hey, you like what you like. Um, but yeah. I think like, you know, a lot of those 14-year-old girls, their music uh, knowledge and stuff, it, it just hasn't come into play yet. So I feel like a lot of the fans are like that. And you can say, uh, and, and this, I guarantee what I'm about to say could be true. You can go on there and say, hey, Freddie Mercury uh, is a be was a better singer than Taylor Swift is. And you'll get thousands of thousands of people come at you uh, telling you how stupid you are and how that uh, we don't even know who he is. You know, this, this, and yeah. that. He's no Taylor Swift. Uh, I guarantee that. And that, for some reason, that bothers me. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and again, whenever there's a, like an adamant fan club of somebody, um, I guess that's when it's easy to get upset. Because, I mean, obviously she's... I mean, obviously, you could probably talk about her as a person, but um, again, whenever, oh, whenever there's just like this crazy group—not this crazy group, but this group of people that are like again—if there's a cult of Taylor Swift, they'll be in the cult of Taylor Swift yeah, for sure. Um, and again, uh, you know, and obviously, there, as far as you know, a love of music, obviously, um, I guess whenever you're so biased with a group, it's easy to say. Uh, I guess it's harder to say, I'll be honest, and like, oh, this song wasn't good. Or, like, again, I think some of our favorite groups groups are older groups that don't obviously release anything. Yeah. Um, so, again, like, obviously, Queen, well, for me, Pink Queen, Pink Floyd, they don't release any new music. Obviously, you know, these are groups that, uh, are, well, you know, they, like, Queen still, you know, still, uh, you know, does their thing live, but they don't record anything. Pink Floyd, I don't think they're no longer a group really, really anymore. Um, but like the group, like the darkness, you know, but I'll say just for us, you know, again, talk about the darkness because of mutual love, top five group for both of us. Um, it's, it's, I guess it's easier for us to be like unbi unbiased sure. as far as or being honest. I would say honest, like uh, for them, for instance, their last few albums haven't really been special at all. It seems like, their first four albums, which let me think, uh, Permission to Land, uh, One Way Ticket, Hot Cakes, yeah. and the fourth one would be, I guess, Barbarian, right? Yep. Uh, well, the first three are yeah. definitely the best in their in their in. Yeah, well, I was yeah trying to think think of Barbarian off quick. Yeah, think about all of this top three are the best. They they that's the best music is in this top three albums, yeah. and everything else is good to okay you know i mean there's some good songs like uh, jesse's girl from this last album is is probably at least on the brink of a top five darkness song for me i mean that song is probably one of the better songs they've released in the last uh well since their early stuff i mean yeah, i agree with that and uh what's the there's that song off of one of the other albums heart heart explodes i think it was called um, it's another great song. So they do. They still put out great songs, sure. but uh, their last few albums have just been good, okay. Um, but again, I guess just just the honesty that we have as far as one of our favorite artists 
compared to you know these you know the younger people. And I'd be fine if they were like that. I'd be fine yeah. if they were like you are. And I said, you know what, this one in their in her best. Um, I appreciate it because it's new music by her, but it's not her best. I would dare say, um, you know, I was thinking about this while you're talking. They should. Um, a lot of those younger fans who, who you know are set in their ways and they don't know much about music. Mm-hmm. I would say, hey, let me go introduce you to Tina Turner, Aretha Franklin, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, j- just different ones. And, and like, and if you still Madonna, like, and you still early Madonna, let's make sure I get that in there, like 80s Madonna. Uh, but, and, and you know, I, I just scratched the surface. I'm just thinking a few. But let me, if you're, you want a female who's really good and has got really good songs, let me introduce you to this. Um, and, I, yeah. and obviously Taylor Swift's where she's at for a reason. So, you know, they might still. But I guarantee you, they will calm down on the she's the greatest at singing or the great. You know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah. that would be my thing. Yeah. Well, and, and again, it's just, you know, these younger people that obviously are, you know, once they get devoted on something, it kind yeah. of obviously when they get older, they will. But, you know, I guess you can't expect a, a youngin, that's a slang term around here, a young kid to kind of uh, have a matured music taste. Because I, well, for me, especially when I was a teenager, um, I like, well, besides my music, my music taste changing a lot. Um, like, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a group in the in the, my early days I liked a lot. Um, well, like, uh, well, Blink-182, like, again, a group that I loved when I was a kid. Uh, probably up even in my you know teenage years, I really liked them a lot. Right. Um, they're not topping you know the greatest artists of all time. Of course. And uh, but in the, in those early days, you probably couldn't tell me otherwise. Sure. Um, so with Taylor Swift, I think I guess the thing with her, there's like not not conspiracy theories, but I like to think even with some conspiracy theories, part of it, even the origination of it is sort of true, kind of you know what I mean? Yeah. Where like. Taylor Swift is obviously a great artist for, you know, she has this devoted fan base for a reason because sure. obviously not only has she sold these records, but, and you know, legitimately she has, you know, great songs. You know, I mean, she sold so many records in general just because, uh, again, she is good. She's, you know, she's a very good artist. Um, so I guess these, in this fight scene with Beyonce, again, these people that have this devoted fan base that, is almost antagonistic you know they you know they're not open for a discussion they're open for like a argument sure. uh as far as like you know how good this artist is or what have you um uh i guess just um i guess so looking at it from that point of view um again um uh, i guess they're not ready for a discussion it's just yeah. more of an argument and yeah. um and again like you know taylor swift is um and the people like you know that hate her on the uh, on the other end, I feel like I'm more in the middle, even more where like I like her, you know. I guess the why that's where I am. I like her as an artist. Uh, not she's probably not ranked. I mean, if you if we were if I was to rank her, I would have her definitely above other people, you know, music wise. But um, but just from uh the people that do hate her, sure. they hate her for all the not wrong reasons, but just for almost there almost on on i like guess on the other end almost like politically you know well, so, okay. the far right and the far left are both crazy the swifties and the far p- people that hate her but, are both crazy see and that's another thing i hate about her i think there's a lot of people who like and hate her for uh her political beliefs and i hate that like that's another thing i hate about her 
and I don't hate her. I'm talking about the idea of her of people liking her, um, or disliking her. Because if you dislike her because she she endorsed uh, uh, Joe Biden, then that sucks too. Like you know, hate her because her music isn't that good, or yeah, uh, or don't be some fanboy or fangirl because. Um, she's for LGBT, uh, you know, that's not a reason to like her either. Like, you know, and I don't know, something about that bothers me. And I feel like she's, um, I feel like she eats that up and like the, the victimhood stuff. Um, but at the same time, uh, she's very private and, uh, about her private life. But then she throws ex-boyfriends under the bus by singing songs about them. Even if they go to her and like, hey, you know, I really don't want this. Mm -hmm. and, and she's basically like, nope, I'm going to do it. And I, for some reason, when I think about uh, feminism, I think like, isn't that like against uh, uh, what you're doing? So anyways, I, I dislike her for everything. I dislike all that about her, like every bit of that. I think her fans are crazy. I think you, if you don't like her and it's all because of all that, you're crazy. Um I just think she's. Um, I just. I just think that she's eats it all up and tries to play Miss Humble Pie. And I don't like that. Uh, well, uh, uh, I guess. There you uh, have it. <laughs> well, uh, I can't say I agree with a whole lot of that. Uh, I guess you know. I guess I don't necessarily have much of an opinion as far as just her. I guess the everything that surrounds her, maybe not her as a person. But just like just what surrounds her as just like uh, artists is what more or less what I what I have an opinion on just musically, um, because I guess just from from want to like not talk about politics, but you know if 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 I was to like everybody that was like agreed with me politically, uh, yeah, I mean again like I guess uh, politically like you know. Um, I definitely see the good and bad as far as Republican and Democrat, you know, um, n neither side is perfect by no means. Um, so, uh, so if I was the only like choose, like not, not choose, but listen to artists that agree with me, I wouldn't have listened to anybody, you know, um, just because no one's going to agree with me perfectly, you know, right or left. Um, you know, so with her, uh, thing is for me and i guess this is just what a good musical i don't know how, how, how to say this like a someone who loves music can just ignore all that i mean yeah. like i mean like again we're christians here so like slayer a group who has openly you know talked you know obviously bad about christianity um i can still listen to slayer i don't necessarily listen to them because i don't like them musically uh again musically i I always say they have the worst lead singer of all time, and that's for metal groups. There, he has he's the worst. Tom Mariah, um, lead singer of Slayer. Again, he's uh, he just he just doesn't sound good singing. Uh, it has nothing to do with him, you know, uh, religion wise. Because um, I can still listen to stuff that doesn't agree with me. That's my phone. Sorry about that. But like uh, like Ghost is another kind of group that is. Um religion wise talks openly negatively about christianity or you know god in general um but again they still put out good stuff they still put out good music again they're you know ghost is a group that uh i don't think it's hard to describe them musically they're like uh i heard them as like a described as like a satanic blue oyster cult <laughs> uh musically uh because again like they openly talk smack about you know christianity 
but they still put out good music and I can still listen to their music and it's still yeah, a song I like called Mary on a Cross yeah yeah again I hate that but I like uh, the song you know? well yeah well you yeah, like yes, yes the song is Mary on the Cross Mary on the Cross and it's a good song but again just the subject matter you may not like uh, but again I can turn that off and it's my I can turn off my bias and like these personal things that um, besides the dog barking in the background but these personal things that I kind of, as far as my views on stuff, I can put all that stuff away and still listen to people musically. So with her, I don't know, not everybody can do that. I know a lot, a lot of her haters, they hate, like, say, Taylor Swift, again, back to her. Uh, they hate her musically, probably because of her beliefs, not even musically. They hate her because of her beliefs. Yeah. Um, so... Um, and for me, like I said, with any artist, if I don't agree with them, I still like them. You know, it's just more of actions and, of course, just music-wise if I like them in general. Um, so, again, with Taylor Swift, um, again, I think that the the more we can be, I guess, um, like the more we can be, um, I guess the more open we are to, like, different beliefs and different uh, viewpoints it just makes you know it can help us grow um and obviously there's a lot of closed-minded people out there so with um taylor swift again she's um she's definitely great for a reason i know like i know it seems like uh good versus evil here not good versus evil but like uh uh the f- people it's like me who i guess I'll, Coming off from a viewpoint, like I like her, and Daniels, who's like the other end here. Well, let me be clear: like the whole thing is because of everything so political stuff. Mind you, like make no mistake: like I hate both ends of the politics. Uh, you know that's why I stay out of it. I hate politics. I think they're all um, they're all dishonest. But I, I feel like a lot of the, the fan base, when it comes to her, everything's to me. Everything I see on her, it's never about the music. It's always about that stuff. And that's a big reason why I'm driven away from her. Uh, and I feel like she uh, eats it up. I feel like that's part of her. And, hey, she's making a lot of money because she's worth $450 million. So, yeah. hey, I mean, I'd probably do the same thing. I'm not going to sit here and act like no saying I would do the same thing. Um, I just feel like that's a big part of her. And I don't feel like she's uh, – I think I – again, let me – I don't. I don't feel like her voice is what uh, her fans think it is. But I think her songwriting is better than what her little fans uh, would ever know, and probably will ever know, um, because she's one of the greatest songwriters there are. At the same time, that's her top songs. At the same time, I'll go back to what I said earlier tonight. She's got about. Uh, to me, it seems like she's wrote two or three songs uh, fifty times. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess, and and as far as like, um, like um, I guess like her, obviously her songwriting is definitely well. And again, you know, I mean, there's a lot of bad singers out there that sound bad. Sure. So she's definitely in in the good side, if you want to call it that. Her, she does have a good voice. Again, she's not an all time great she's vocally. Good at what she does. I mean, I mean, again, it's uh, her. Obviously, she's a great songwriter. You can't argue really against that. But again, just with like her vocally. Um, she's good. She's not, you know, she's not Whitney Houston or Mariah Carey or even oh, Christina. About, I forgot about that. Or Christina Aguilera, who's again a great singer. Of course, she doesn't make good music, you know. Right. Uh, so again, Taylor Swift isn't any of them vocally, right. but just again, just her as an artist. Um, all, all you can kind of like judge her with. So, like, just so with her, it's um, 
again, just from her. So she's an artist that obviously she's so big, like I mentioned, uh, in the future, still doing the podcast, and she'll probably put out another album next year. She's pretty consistent That's with her. I do like about her. Yes, like she puts out albums. She puts out music. Again, she writes most of it. Yeah. So again, she's a machine almost. Like she, she, uh, she writes all her music. She releases her music like almost yearly. Um, and again, she's going to slow down eventually. I know we I think all the do. She went three years, right? Yeah, um, I, yeah. Well, you know, right at it. Well, because she's released with ten studio albums in. Well, she got started in twenty six, no, two thousand six. So that's sixteen years. So. Um, and she's released, she re-released a couple of albums. So that's, you know, redoing those songs because she did have to record the re-record those songs again, um, which again is a feat in itself. So she's released, I don't know, I mean, 13 or 14 albums, I guess, as far as just everything. Um, so she is a machine. <laughs> like She is like, um, that's one of the things about her that I almost wish artists we, we love can do more. It's like, Put out albums consistently. Sure. I mean, like, uh, well, well, like the darkness and the struts. They put out music again. The struts is obviously a group we both love. Uh, they put out music pretty regular uh, every two years to you know, find something new. Yeah. But uh, again, this is a one woman wrecking machine. Yeah. Uh, and again, um, just from two Jamokes here, you know, in North Carolina. But uh, again, she, she may not be an artist that we both love but uh musically she's she's a damn force and she's one that um i know we both respect we might not i guess for me i i, I definitely respect her just as an artist in general all the music she puts out her as a person i was you know respect all that too um it sounds like just 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 you know talking to you this evening it almost sounds like everything that's not take the music out of it. It's everything around her yeah, that think, almost you just so. don't like. I do. It's or, everything around her. And like I said, I, I, one thing that kills me about her, she's very private, but she has like beefs and like this and that. But then she comes out and she's like, no, nope, I love, you know, I want everything to be great. And I, again, it's mm. everything about her. It has nothing to do with her music. I'm not a fan of her music. As I mentioned, uh, there are a couple good songs that I did like. I enjoyed listening to. I like when she went to the synth uh, type stuff. Um, mm. I think that's when her music got better. Not necessarily probably bigger, but it's when it got better for me mm -hmm. as from listening to it. But, um, you know, she, her next album might be my favorite album of all time. I, I it, Nothing she does or, 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 or anything, her fans or anything, will stop me from uh, enjoying or not enjoying her albums. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yes, uh, I guess that's the, that's the, again, that's the joy with us. We, we can both look at things and even artists that we may not agree politically or anything like that we'll still listen to their music like if it's good or not i guess at the end of the day um for me that's what's important sure. and even i guess with anything entertainment wise if there's an actor that again they're so like they're almost like a bad person like yeah. kevin spacey again he's not doing anything now so you can't like defend anything he's doing but like uh like i was watching a, a movie he put out um i think like uh, twenty one, or mm. or that you know, blackjack movie he made, or seven. He's a great. He's a, he was a great actor. He's he's, he's awfully he's an awful person, but again, he's a great actor, and you can still say that yeah. even with him being, like I said, an awful awful person. Yeah, two things can be true. And Taylor Swift, obviously, she has his rabid fan base, and she again, I'll take the music out of it. You know, you might not like anything else about her, but we'll still listen to her music if it's yeah. good. Yeah, and like, and, and that's honestly at the end of the day. 
uh, music. That's why I love music is that at the end of the day, if it's good, it's good. Yeah. Like, and, you know, if it's good music, we will enjoy it. For sure. Um, and other people that, maybe other than me and you, um, obviously there's more people like me and you, yeah. but like people that we know won't listen to Taylor Swift because yeah. of her beliefs. Sure. And again, they can do that. They're missing out on good music of for course. sometimes. Um, and again, um, that's the good thing about us is that yeah. even though uh, one of us likes Taylor Swift, the other one may not like Taylor Swift. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So at the end of the day, as far as just to kind of put a bow on this career retrospective here, um, she'll continue to go on and be still be one of the biggest artists of all time. Yeah. You know, she's not slowing down. She will, I guess, eventually. I mean, yeah. she, she'll get but older. It'll be on her own terms. Yeah, 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 definitely. She, it won't be because, you know, she's, you know, her music isn't doing good. It's right. going to be just because she, you know, she wants a break or yeah. wants to start a family or do something like that. She'll always sell. Yeah, like she'll, I mean, she's obviously been a star since her debut album. Again, it was the first female written album to go multi-platinum, uh, be written all by herself. So she's been a star since the very beginning, and she'll stay that way uh, for, for till she till she quits, till she stops doing it. And if you want to come on and discuss it, Taylor, like we'll talk about it, and maybe you can change my mind. We'll see, because uh, I'm sure you're probably a lovely person. But uh, yeah, yeah, she's um, yeah, comes off as a great, you know, because a great person, and yeah. you know, and again, um, so put a bow. She's a you know, all-time artist. She'll continue to be an all-time artist as far as you know, most popular. Uh, again, she'll go down in the record books. Uh, you know, years from now, when Rolling Stones does like a artist all time. Oh, she'll, she's number eighty on it already. Country yeah. music artist of all time. She's listed in the top eighty uh, country music artists of all time already. Well, as far as yeah, so. To, to, if you know, look at like the hundred greatest artists of all time. Uh, she's probably already on there. I know Rolling Stones. I don't know how often they do that, but like she'll be up there. She'll probably be in the top twenty of all time whenever she's said and done. Yeah. I mean, and that's up there with the likes of you know the Beatles and the Led Zeppelins and you know Rolling Stones and the Michael Jackson, Madonna, all those artists that again these all time greats. She's already there, you know, or if, if not, she's damn close. Um, and again, if she puts out anything good, we'll listen to it. Stats don't lie. I love you, Taylor. There we go. So we're back. And- yep. So we're back. And I was going to mention before you go into our last section, um, again, if you listen to the pod enough, you know, kind of how we normally do it. Um, normally our conversations, whether it's about an album review or I think we our only other kind of career retrospective we've done is on Chris Cornell. Yep. Um, so a lot of the time when we talk about music, it's all like, you know, we all get along, kumbaya, you know, all that stuff. And uh, that Taylor Swift conversation was fun. It was it was fun, but it was also different. It was yeah. more combative. It was more, you know, like almost like arguing over a point, you know. Yeah. And, that, again, that was fun. Um, and, again, I know, like, uh, opinions are all equal. So uh, so that was fun, whether you follow yeah. one side or the other. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and I, I mentioned to Matthew, like, there's no – a lot of that, you know, I, we, I just kept going. It was fun, having a good time. Uh, I got to stress, um, I have no ill will towards Taylor Swift at all. Um, I don't feel strongly enough about anything about that. Um, you know, so I, there's no, again, it's all, don't, my beef with her is I don't, sometimes I don't feel like it's a, she's as uh, genuine. As genuine, and I, I dislike how, 
uh, everything around her is politically or socially driven uh, because you know I can't stand the politics and all that as I've said before but um, so if you think I'm on your side because you hate her because of politics then you are on the wrong side with me because uh, that is definitely not why uh, you're the reason why actually but uh, I digress so again so yes yeah, so again uh, love her or hate it I guess our, our one opinion is both well we both agree Taylor Swift's uh, newest album is not good um, but again but her as an artist love her or hate her she is divisive I think that's one thing about her is that um, you know whenever she started dabbling in the more country you know in the pop or side, popular side of things um, it's definitely um, she, she's definitely divisive yeah. you know, a lot of people love her a lot of people hate her um, and again once you get to a certain level it's, I guess you're going to be that way unless you're dead and gone everybody will love you i mean like somebody like michael jackson you know who's even we all love him now but yeah. then obviously he does have a history of obviously what he did yeah. or did or did not do allegedly <laughs> um but yeah so whenever taylor swift is dead and gone you know obviously i think everybody will kind of change their opinion as far as liking her yeah. maybe but um yeah she's she is divisive and again um love her or hate her she is super popular so yeah. anytime a lot of people have an opinion on something Airpods not going to get along. Yep. But uh, you're exactly right. That's dead on. But to our recommendations, only have two two songs. Um, <clears throat> this is two that I've listened to recently. Um, so yes, yeah, so White Reaper, a group that we both mm. enjoy, released a new song. You Very know, much like this song. Again, White Reaper is a group from uh, Kentucky, or no, yeah, Louisville, Kentucky. I think they're from Louisville. Um, they kind of sound like. Kind of Thin Lizzy, kind of, but a little more like a mainstream Thin Lizzy, a I punk guess. Thin Lizzy. Well, yeah, sort of punk, more mainstream Thin Lizzy. Um, they do have the dueling guitars. Lead singer is definitely more of a punk singer. Very much. Again, he's not a great vocalist, but for them, obviously, he gets the job done. Um, they have a new song called Pages. It's, it's a pretty good song. It's not bad. It's. Uh, I like it. Yeah, it, it's. Um, again, hopefully, there's better stuff on the album because if that's their best song, I'm going to be a little disappointed. Uh, but overall, it's a good song. Um, he, he, there's a part in there, Matthew, where he goes, uh, he says diary, uh, talking <laughs> about writing in his diary. And my son was in the back seat, my five-year-old. He, uh, he starts laughing and I turn around and I ask him what he's laughing about. And he said, that man said diarrhea. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that. Yes, yeah, so there's that. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, so yeah, so again, overall, you know, Pages, White Reaper, it's a pretty good song. Can't, you know, you know, recommend it. It's a, it's a good group. They have a lot of other stuff yeah. that, if you like this song, it's on par with them. Like they had, it's it's their formula. They're they're staying the same. I like that. Yeah, yeah, they have better songs. So if you like Pages, check out the other other stuff because sure. it is better. There is better stuff out yeah, there for, for them. Sure. Um, and actually, uh, actually, something a little a different recommendation. Okay. I've never seen the play. I've never seen the movie. I've never seen Phantom of the Opera. Okay, so I mentioned that, but um, with it being kind of Halloween. I've been trying to, I, I work, but every now and again we listen to music, so I try to play um, kind of more uh, orchestral, instrumental stuff, because I think another, an employee, another person who works with me, a co-worker, was like, I can't necessarily concentrate with like, a lot of words in it. Boo. Yeah, so uh, she doesn't get her way all the time, but because uh, there's three of us there, two guys and a girl. And I'm more considerate. I try not to offend anybody. So I was playing or like Halloweeny classical stuff, and um, came across the Phantom of the Opera Symphonic Suite Part One. It's the full title of it, and this is the uh, Phantom of the Opera. I, I hate to 
do this, make this sound. But uh, it's very famous piece of music. Um, if you've never seen the movie or the play like I have, you know this piece of music. Um, so again, it's a great. It's just great, you know. Again, if you like classical music, instrumentals at all, yeah. um, again, uh, I recommend it because you know this. You know this sound. Okay. Um, the whole piece is pretty interesting because it starts off really heavy. It is kind of Halloweeny. I mean, if classical music can be heavy, this is it. Um, so again, it's, it it is heavy, but uh, it does it does get in a fluffier, but prettier, you know, as far yeah. as oracle, you know, orchestral stuff can. Um, so again, recommend a White Reaper, and Phantom of this nice. Opera, Symphonic Suite Part what One. A, uh, yeah, what a yin yang. We have recommendations there. <laughs> All right, so I've got one for you. I know tonight, and uh, that'll probably be it. Um, well, a band that I really like, uh, uh, another a UK band actually that I'm big on, uh, Massive Wagons. Uh, released a new album uh, this past Friday. I'll be honest with you, I haven't listened to it yet, and I'm very excited for it, uh, which makes me sound like I'm really not, but I really am. Just hadn't had time that I want to dedicate to it that I feel like it deserves, because I really like this band. They're they're a top uh, 10 for me going right now, um, so I'm definitely excited about it. Hope to be able to tell you guys more about it next week, but um, check it out, and uh, maybe we can check it out together. So uh, check it out. Let me know what you think. And Matthew, I uh, wanted to end the night with this. Uh, and you can think about it this week and give me an answer. Don't have to answer now. Uh, we'll, we'll leave everybody hanging and maybe everybody can put their, uh, give their own opinion. But I had a question for you. Um, and this is not something I saw on the internet or anything. This is something that I came up with on my own. Don't know how. I was laying in bed and I said, you know what? If I could put any two singers into one person, who would the two be? So you're taking their two strengths. You know what I'm saying? And you're putting into one singer. Um, who would the two be? Don't have to do it right now. We'll answer next week. But um, you know, I feel like uh, I just wanted. I, I had to put that in your mind. Let that sink. How we get our homework this week? Let's see. We're gonna spin the wheel. Yep. And I'll talk while you're doing this. Go ahead. Um, so, uh, so, so I guess, and I'll, and I'll ask you this while you're doing that. So, is that gonna be our main topic? It's just uh, two singers in one type of deal. You know, I hadn't thought about it. Uh, that probably doesn't uh, probably won't take us a whole lot of time. But whatever you think, I'm good. Whatever, I'm game. Um, or or how about we do? I know we did it before, and I think it'll be another, another fun uh, changing it up here because we have been doing a lot of album reviews. So let's do like a freestyle. Or before we just kind of like talked about yeah, you know, like where it. it kind of meandered around yes. as far as conversation. Let's do that. So we'll start with. Your comment, your uh, yes, the one you pitched will be like a primer for just okay, see get where, us going, see where it gets looped up. Yep, so uh, yeah, right. and uh, homework this week is gonna be Silver Chair. Okay, so we're gonna listen to Silver Chair, we're gonna have a freestyle episode, it's gonna be great, I promise. Um, again, apologize for the voice, I'll be back to 100%, but again, that's what legends do, they play hurt. But I uh, appreciate you guys listening as always. Follow us on Twitter at on chef pod, on chef pod, right. Podcast, podcast. Okay, at On Shove Podcast. Check us out on there. Follow along. Uh, give us topics. Give us discussions. Just chat with us. Uh, but again, appreciate you guys for listening. Love you. Peace. See you.